Hi there. Welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. My name is Michelle. And my name is Lauren, and we are your hosts. Hey, host. Hey, (laughs) This is our version of a radio talk show, and every week you can join us for a sisterly chat where we talk about literally everything. We're going to tackle current events, what's going on in the world around us. We'll share some personal insight and stories, and of course, share random bits of things we think you should know along with whatever else sisters talk about. There's a lot. So if you're into easy listening, lots of laughing, and some inspiration sprinkled throughout, we are going to be fast, weird internet friends. Welcome. Hey, guys. Hey, sister. Welcome to Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. Welcome. I'm just getting cozy. Get cozy. I'm just settling back in your... What is this back pillow that's yeah. so furry? Yeah, it's usually in our oh, guest room. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, it's good to see you again. Back to back podcasting. Good we to just, see you too. Yeah, I haven't even left and come back. We've just still been here. <laughs> yeah, we are. You know, you guys, we're just like gearing up to have as many good conversations as we can create. Well, Lauren, I mean, I feel like the fact of the matter is, is we can't stop having good conversations. We just have so much to talk about. There's so much to talk about. I'm so hungry right now. I know, I'm, I'm too. I'm sorry, I have no food for you. Oh, that's okay. I had a walnut on the way in. Our new favorite <laughs> snack. Well, it's my old favorite snack, but Michelle's loving now, it. Now, new favorite. Tell them about it. It's Mission Figs mm-hmm. from Trader Joe's. Dried Mission Figs. They come in a little container. They look like little tiny dried yeah. up balls. They do. Like little testies. tiny testies. Mm-hmm. And walnuts. And Lauren, I think you should tell everybody how you eat this particular snack. Get detailed. It's important. <laughs> it's part of the so, experience. Well, I have to first, when you find, when you go to go buy your Mission Figs, Michelle, I've been meaning to tell you this. Yeah. Look at the container because not all mission figs are created equal. Whoa, 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 whoa. You whoa. want them to be shiny. So when you oh, look at your no. cat, mine your, look like a dried up turd. You don't want them to look that dry. You want them to almost have like a shiny, like almost like oily. Like I got a rotten fig. bag of figs in the car. So you bring them back. You bring them back to your, your Trader Joe's. They'll take anything or just tell them that that happened. <sighs> it's imperative. So in any case, when you're buying your figs, definitely check that out next time. I usually do a ratio of one medium-sized fig to two walnuts. Okay. And then I will bite them little separate pieces. Little, yep. little, You're like a little rabbit. Little nibbles of the fig and then little <laughs> nibbles Her of the walnut. Her hand and the mic are in, is very small. She's got big hands. So, big but they're hands. very small in her face and she's mimicking the way she's nibbling on her nuts and figs. And it's like kind of like a weird hybrid of like a fig newton kind of thing it's you know what i mean but there's a crunch to it instead of a chew would you put that in a smoothie yeah you for sure could i put mission figs in in a, in a smoothie i think mission figs are where it's at because I like dates in a smoothie you know what though i don't think i think mission figs will blend better i have a shitty blender yeah you might need to up your blender i i do um so yeah, it's one of the best treats. It's a healthy treat. And it's, if you need like something crunchy and sweet, I would consider making this concoction. It's a new fave. Do you do you think the figs and um and walnuts will go good with what we're drinking right now? What what did you make me? I'm not sure about that. Well, I didn't make a very good one, but I wish I did better. Mm. It's kind of like a spin on an um, on Arnold Palmer. So it's just black tea. <clears throat> and then I use Trader Joe's 
jalapeno limeade. So it's very good, Lauren. It's refreshing. So I just want to say like, for those that are listening, we're, we're, if you can't, if you haven't gathered already, we want to set the mood, you know, that having cozy conversations isn't like whipping through the door and passing and, you know, set it up. you gotta, we're, we are, you gotta create the space. So candles are burning. Candles are burning. Newspapers are spewed. Yep. Always a good beverage always good beverage. But you know what? I even think like, even like a nice, beautiful, see, I'm like a refrigerator temp of water is a good beverage for me. You know, not when you're having a conversation. What, hey, yeah, when you walk, so right. when you, when somebody comes in your door, your neighbor comes down the street to have a quick chat, you want a glass of water? No, you want something bubbly. You want yeah. something hoppy. You want Ooh. something... I don't know, that'll get you plowed in two sips, whatever the day may bring. You know, a good tip here, Michelle, you yeah. bring up a good etiquette tip. Yeah, yeah. My good friend, Patrick, who I guess I'm talking about a lot today. Well, we, you know, we love him. Can he come I on? Love, I would love He's him. welcome to join us. That's an open invite to you, Patrick. Patrick, you're coming on. His mom, she, I don't know how I got this bit of information. I think I asked, I think I asked Bridget, yeah. the sister of Patrick, what, you're, you know, his mom was really big on etiquette on like social etiquette and whatnot and hosting and things. She was a hostess with the mostest. Yep. Yep. I heard that she said that the best thing you can do is always know and have available what your guest wants to drink. I am not as good as you. Isn't that a great? You? But it's isn't a, great, that a great. Because can you imagine going to someone's house and they don't have, I mean, it's fine. You're not going to freak out. No. Yeah. Or flip tables. You roll. No, no, no. We're not going Teresa on that <laughs> shit the, over but it's nice. If you wanted a gin martini, I can whip you up one. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That is a very thoughtful piece. And, yeah. and, um, so there you have it, but, um, so yeah, so Michelle set, we've set the vibe and now we're going to dive into some hot topics. Ooh, our favorite, love our favorite segment of cozy conversations with the sister project. <laughs> what the F is going on right now? What's hot? Oh, what's hot? Oh, wow. You're looking out the window. Thought, Lauren lives in the city. <laughs> and I said that, and Lauren took a hard left with her head and looked out the window to see if like some, Just something was going sure. down. No, we don't do Just that in the verbs. Sure. We don't do that in the verbs. You know, listen, we're going to go off topic for a minute and then we'll get to hot topics. Yeah. Being a city dweller and then going out into the burbs is so funny because you guys leave your freaking doors unlocked. No, I'm like, put, you know, get the laser beams. You going. just hit the deck when I said, what's <laughs> you hit the deck is what you did. I'm telling you, you got it's a different way of life. Mm-hmm. You're right. It is coming to visit me is like coming to the country. It's like going to a little house on the prairie. It's totally. lovely. Yeah, it is. Um, anyway, okay. we digress. Hi, hi, yeah, we do. Then we're going to do that a lot. So get used to it. <laughs> yep. Um, Michelle, I want you to kick things off with your new show that you're watching. Uh, we'll watch because I finished it. Oh, really? No. In one day. How? Well, let's talk about it. Uh, Cobra Kai. Hello. So Cobra? Cobra Kai. All you Karate Kid fans out there, um, this is the reboot and they are, it's Cobra. It's about Cobra Kai. And this is about, this What's is- Cobra Kai? Okay. So are let's- you like high school or Kai? Kai, like K-A-I. Got it. Got it. And it's the karate school. It's the style of karate mm. that Johnny, you know, sweep them in the leg, Johnny- the blonde, yes. like bad guy, kind of a bully. bully. He yeah. was a bully. Okay. Well, he um, is all grown up and he's kind of a downtrodden beer drinking, loves Coors Banquet's beer, which we, Ryan and I think is hilarious. <laughs> he slams him at the karate dojo. 
Wait, really? Yes, he's in a bad way. And oh, he happens no. to live in the same town as Ralph yes, Macchio? Ralph Macchio, who played Karate Kid, who's like a like big time car dealer. He's rich. Oh, okay. So this is where they are in life. And so Johnny is driving down the street and seeing Ralph's what was his name in Karate Kid? I don't remember. Isn't it Ralph Macchio? Isn't that his name? No, isn't that his name in real life? No, is it? Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Tune in. Yeah, Earth to Lauren. (laughs) Anyway, so they're grown up, and now you're getting the backstory of Johnny, and I want to just say that I watched it, peed my pants, learned the references. Well, Johnny is so such like a D-bag. I mean, he's training these kids. He's training outcasts. Okay. But and so there's like a good side to it. And then you're also confused because he's also like bullying kids' hair lips. Oh, for crying out loud. But then these kids are coming back empowered and being like, he's like, guess what? Do you think the outside world is going to be nice to you because you look different or because of this? Wow. And these kids are coming back and they're kicking ass. And you know what? It's an it's an unfortunate lesson that he's teaching it's them is a, that people are assholes and they might be mean. You because know what? Of how you look, but it's it's there's so many themes throughout mm. this show. It's so cheesy. It's it's painful at times. You honestly have kind of me sold on this, and that's hard. to I do. have a little bit. Well, I'm shocked because you and I do not see eye to eye in this department. We have completely different tastes in 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 genres of things we like to read and watch. And you guys, as you listen, and you'll see, like, oh, okay, yep. Michelle's got one type of movie. Lauren's got another. Like, I feel like you think the Karate Kid obsession is kind of hilarious. I love it. My nephew, Tommy, on my husband's side, he's he's like, you guys know what I'm watching? Oh, yeah. And what is he, like eight? And I'm like, and oh, my sister's watching they say pussy it. in it about 900 times. <laughs> well, now we know where he's getting it from. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, watching it with my kids. Oh, my. Oh, so that's my question. Is it not for kids then? You know, it's. I would say that um, by 11 or 12, you're, they can manage. I think anything younger might be... Oh, yeah, that's that would that's my opinion. Yeah. But I, I failed totally as a parent. Was... Our son has binge watched The Simpsons, and we have had to have some explaining to do. So I thought it was a legit kid show. No. Okay, no, so no, now no. I'm a little even more intrigued. Oh no. Okay, no, no, so no. it's not like Fuller House. No, 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 that's... no. They're talking. There's drug reference. Oh, there my is God. drug um, drinking, sexual connotation. Okay, I'm totally gonna watch it. Oh yeah, Johnny is like this one nerdy guy or one of his students is like, did you? He's like, I gotta go. I'm going with my girlfriend. He's like, is she hot? Johnny's like, is she hot? <laughs> is she hot? <laughs> But is she hot? I'm like, it's so great. Okay, I will look in the Okay, list. let me know what you think. Well done. Anyway, that's my that's my obsession that's for your hot topic. That, yeah, that's my <laughs> that is my hot topic. It's probably less um less important, less weighing on the current circumstances. I, I want to know how you're voting this year. So I have to do more research just to make sure I do everything the right way. But from what I have been told and what I've gathered, yeah. It sounds like one of the best ways is to get your mail-in ballot, okay? which I am waiting to receive. I All sent right. mine maybe about two weeks ago, so I'm still waiting. Okay. Okay. Just giving you an idea on how long this process So is the taking. voting day is, election day is Tuesday, November 3rd. Every Just, year. Yep. 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 Right? Every year, November 3rd. And in order to do the mail-in, you have to have it in by October. Not every year, every four years. Yeah, yeah. October 29th. You have to have your ballot in you have to have to your request for ballot in as far 
in advance from the election is possible, yes. the deadline to request a ballot by mail in Illinois yeah. is the 29th of October. I don't know how that's going to get there that soon enough. Well, but yes, that's a, uh, that's a that is obviously concern. a huge concern. Wow. Okay. So I'm still waiting on mine. Like mm-hmm. I said, two weeks out now. And then I was going to fill it out and mail it back in. I have heard yeah. that if you're not a vulnerable human to or susceptible to COVID, um, perhaps fill it out, your mail and walk it on over. Mine's kitty corner. I could see my, where where you know what? There's a little nostalgia in that approach too. It's like, you're not totally, cause there is a little bit, there's something about the experience of exercising that right, you know, the going through and for those that can for sure. Absolutely. Um, I, I like that idea too. And you can also, there's other services, which I have to, to research. You can call and make sure that your ballot has been counted. Okay, so this that's is, like an extra step you have to take. This is this is good info. Yeah, and this of course every info. state does different things, um, but that's my plan. Okay, I'm, me too. You want to do the same thing? Yeah, I did mine. Did I yours. just did mine yesterday, and you sent it in, and we sent it in. We okay. both did ours. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. It was a it was a good um, it was a good option for those not wanting to travel away. No. That's great. You mean like to go to their Yeah, just place? to like, well, people that just don't want to get out of their house and do that for fear of like contracting sickness, I think yeah. it's a good option. Especially when we're in the fall and, you know, the flu and cold is running rampant. You're going to laugh things. at me. You want to know what I was trying to do there when I said travel away? I know, you were trying I to I was segue. trying to segue. I know. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is she talking about? But now we can. Yeah, okay, now we can. Yeah, now okay, we can. Okay, Michelle wants to go, we're going from voting to traveling. Yeah, we are. fine with me. I vote to travel sometimes. <laughs> You're hurting. I really am. It's becoming a problem, but I'm going to survive. I mean, it's a first world problem to have that I have the luxury to do that. Um, but right now, yeah, we're not we're not traveling. You're always good about acknowledging your privilege. There's other problems that people have that are probably bigger than me not being able to travel for fun. You know what I say to that? What's that? Fuck that. <laughs> I want to go to Italy dying, dying to go to Italy. How many times have you been to Italy? Well, I'm going to tell you my story. Um, I've been there. My first time was with my friend Jennifer. Mm. And, and then I went back with our family. We went back with our family twice. And then I went back with Ryan. I've been to Italy four times. I've, we've only gone with our family once. Oh, I went with dad and mom. That's true. You did. Yes, yeah, you, yeah, did. Yeah. you did a couple's trip. Yeah. How'd you get so lucky to get on that trip? I piggybacked onto it. Ryan and I started in Rome and then we met them in Sorrento. That is freaking awesome. It was pretty, hey, it's nice traveling with your peas. Yeah. Stayed in a yeah. really, really, we stayed in a cool Damn hotel it. in Sorrento, Italy. It's the Southern Italy. It's like near Amal- the Amalfi Coast. And um, Ryan got his hair cut at a street barber and a shave. Did he enjoy that? The sharpest, freshest shave. I could go for a shave right about now. Yeah, I just waxed my mustache (laughs) yesterday after like three months of not. Oh, we're we're waxing yours before you leave. Oh my God, before I leave right now? Oh, I can't wait. Yes, (sighs) I'm going to rip your mustache off. Is it so bad? Well, you you probably, you said you had whiskers. Yeah. I don't want to out you. Listen, I'm a 42-year-old woman, okay? (laughs) Shit's happening. (laughs) 
Okay. So and it's we, not okay. That's okay. I want to go back to Italy. All right. So keep telling me. So he got that fresh shave. He got a haircut. fresh shave. We stayed in a hotel that you had to take an elevator down into like the crevice mm. of the cliff on the side yes. of the sea and ate on the deck of the sea while the waves splashed against our backs. It was insane. But well, Lauren, enough about me. We'll get back to me in a second. You've been, you've had some travels. What's your favorite spot in Italy? Oh gosh, in Italy? Yeah. In Italy, um, I mean, Sperlonga has a very special place in my heart. It's where I had my first Nutella crepe. And it was the first time I saw like a, a proper Italian like beach with all of the umbrellas up. Mm. And people in Italy beach differently. You know, listen, I, when I was there and I'm, I'm not knocking anything, I'm just observing the differences. You go to a beach here and you're guzzling beers, you know, you're packing all your booze. Yeah. You're like a donkey carrying down a lot lot of stuff, back breaking. But here in Italy, you don't find as many people like drinking as much, you know, they might like walk to a cafe to grab a sprint. They're in Italy. Look at their lives. I mean, honestly, and they're playing paddleboard. We've got a guzzle. We've got a guzzle over here at these parts. I know, but their way of life is so beautiful. Okay, so anyway, Sperlonga was is one of my favorite places in Italy. But Lauren, what were what was the differences that you observed? Like I was just saying so. Well, you mean I thought I interrupted you. The booze, like no, and they don't. You're saying they do not. Yes, but I didn't know if there were any other noted differences. They just I don't know. They're just they're like the paddle. They do this game that paddle ball game, which is just. They're just much more active. Like when we were there, I was like, oh, we got to play volleyball now. Like, got it. Like they're like moving around. Got it. It's just a different pace. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the biggest thing, oh, the other thing is, um, you know, I was so self-conscious when I was there for whatever reason about like my body and I wore really high-waisted um, <laughs> bucket, bucket bottoms. I wore a high-waisted bikini. It's all I wear. It was cute, but I was like trying to hide myself and it was stupid. Well, I fell asleep and you know, it goes up so high. So I got so burnt. It was our first day in the sun. And I got like this rectangular burnt patch on my like mid torso. And the next day I was really bummed out because I was looking around at the beach and didn't matter what your skin looked like, what your body looked like. Everyone from a a three-year-old to a 80-year-old was wearing a bikini. Yeah. Loud and proud. I mean, I don't think that I, I feel the same way. I, I don't love wearing bathing suits. Mm-hmm. I actually, I call it bathing suit season is my least favorite season. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm comfortable in my own skin, but I am my own worst critic. I think that bathing suits also are like, you know, some clothes are cut better for other people's bodies. And I think that goes for bathing suits. I'm, I just feel like for me, I am not going to wear a bathing suit that to me doesn't make me look and feel my best when I'm I in totally it. I totally get it. I would go deeper on that and think that that is society also playing a role on how we feel about ourselves in bathing suits. You're right. You can't, I can't, I can't deny that. That's just how I feel about yeah. that. Yeah. In any case, I just felt like it was, I felt freer the next day, albeit I had that 
little red tri- that red, red 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 rectangular sunburn. Yeah. Um I I felt free. I wore my my bikini and my cousin Fabrizio goes, "This is so much better on you." And he was probably wearing <laughs> a tiny bikini himself. He was himself. wearing a mankini. Yeah. Yep. I've seen pictures. Um but yeah, Sperlonga, anytime anyone could get there go. It's so pretty. Where is it? Sperlonga is on the southern coast of Italy. It's just, you know, a little north of, of Naples. Naples. Okay, yeah. yeah. Not far from where our family lives in Fondi. Um, yeah, that's one of my favorite places in Italy. One of my favorite places in the world was Tasmania. That's awesome that yeah. you've been to a place called Tasmania. It was did you see any devils? Freaking awesome. We did. We saw Tasmanian devils. And they are not mean. They are scavengers. So the guys like, listen, that guys not the tasmanian devil is not going to attack you and kill you but if Mm. you were to get hit by a car and you were lying dead on the side of the road or dying he's gonna be like oh cool and like bite your face off oh my god that sounds like like the most oh my god that sounds like the most horrible way to almost be dead it reminds me of that story that really messed up news story oh here we go here we go here we go debbie downer that kid that I think he ate like freaking bath salts and ate some man's face off in his garage. Something was going on in Florida. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of bath salts. A lot of face incidents. eating. A oh my lot goodness of gracious. face eating on oh the corner God. of the highway. Um, but yeah, Tasmania is really cool. It's kind of like Jurassic Park. We saw wallabies. That was, um, and you know, there's a funny, there's a museum down there yeah. called the Mona Museum of Old and New Art. And Anthony and I went there um, cause we are big art enthusiasts and fans. And so we're like, oh, this is gonna be so cool. We walk in and when you walk in, you got to take like the stairwell, a spiral down downward. So yep. you're like going into hell. It feels like, cause it keeps getting and feeling darker. Scary. Yeah. Spooky. You get to the bottom and you gotta like walk your way back up. But we started to notice like the theme going on. Uh, what was it? Oh, let me tell you. Well, let me give you an idea. So I found this like Plexi, like glass or whatever you want to call Ple- it. Plexi. With a no. Yep, yeah, just throw you. that in there, right? <laughs> P and the E. It's <laughs> a pull Plexi glass. I looked, Michelle, this is deep and heavy, you guys, so trigger warning. But Oh, my God, what? Yeah, so I look in and you can see a portion of the man. He was kind of like lying there with like a smile. And he was, the, the color of him was brown. But when I looked upon closer um, review to see what he was made of. He was made of chocolate. Okay. So this is a, it's a mold of a man made of chocolate. When I observed further, well, the lower part of his body has been blown off and I'm going to tell you what happened. So I put on my ear things and I was like, what happened to this fellow? Well, a photographer was out in the mid East and he saw a suicide bombing. And he said, when he took a photo of the aftermath, Matt, he saw this, this, the man looked like he was like, bliss blissfully happy so it's like and that's why he made it out of chocolate to make it like he was having a sweet moment whoa and that plexiglass was a refrigerator it was refrigerated holding the all right isn't that insane so that is depressing right freaking harsh harsh so listen imagine going through a whole museum with that vibe we did not know that it was a very macabre museum so in other words you loved it loved it anthony was having like an anxiety attack our sister nicole would have an anxiety attack well let me tell you about your description of going down it was very intense remember when we were in the catacombs in the vatican i don't really remember that that was a very tight squeeze tight very claustrophobic um well one more exhibit about this place which i think is it's most famous for one this one exhibit i forget the name of the exhibit but while you're walking through you start smelling something you're walking through the museum it smells you smell poo 
You literally smell poop. What? Yep. Like, is this pump, pumping through the air system? <laughs> yeah. It's part of the odor? Yeah. You'll, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So Remind me never around. to take my kids here. Yeah, so we're walking around. <laughs> no, you don't want to. We walk around and we find this, this room and we start listening in. And what you see are these huge, like, bulbs hanging from the ceiling. And it's on a conveyor belt kind of thing. And it was feeding time. And what those bulbs were, it was the human digestion system. So each bulb... The food was put in and then it gets transferred to each bulb because enzymes are added, like your digestion. And by the time it gets to the last one, well, it takes a dump on the table. (laughs) All right. All right. So thank you for that. That's very. Yeah. So Anthony and I leave this place because he's having like a mental breakdown. He's like, I can't do this anymore. I'm like, well, I want to stay here longer. So I'm like, you know, let me go buy you. Let's go buy you a glass of wine. You need to drink something. Well, we sit down at the cafeteria place. Like, yeah. And we thought maybe this next thing that we witnessed was another, was another exhibit. There was this man, this woman sitting there, and she was pissed. And she could hear her yelling under her breath. And we were just sitting there like, and she's like, you listen up, you little motherfucker. Oh, I- <laughs> swear to God, swear to God. Is it, like, it, was it an act? We don't know. She's like, I'm going to fucking wring your neck when we get home. And Anthony and I were like, Oh, and he was just sitting there this silently is... eating his food. And Anthony and I were like, is this a fucking, is this All right. an exhibit? Did you ask anybody? No, we like ran for our lives. She was so scary. Oh so my God, we were the way she... your imitation. You little bugger, you motherfucking bugger. I'm like, <laughs> that is. Oh, you don't even understand. We were like, this is a ghost story. So we left and Anthony had to like sit on a little stool and take a few breaths. That is, um, that's a very different story from what I was going to tell you. Tell me. <laughs> Mine. All right. We're going to turn this show around. And is this what you're like one of your favorite travel stories? This is just, well, I, I'm going to go off topic. Lauren, do you remember when you went to Jamaica with mom? Well, this is a great traveling story. I yes. mean, the things that happened. Yeah. Yeah. So but let's, Lauren, remember... This is actually taking me back in time. And this is honestly one of my happiest times with mom. She oh was God, like with us. Yep. It was just her and the girls. Mm-hmm. And we took a trip to Jamaica. So four girls, the sisters and her Four mom. girls, yep. And we're all like in our 20s. Um, we get on off a plane. We get on a bus where we are immediately offered like red stripe. I have no idea. Coronas. We were no, like... red stripes are like Red stripe. We were pounding them literally driving on a bus and holding on for dear life for the road that had barely been paved. And we were literally, he'd turn left and we'd lean to keep the wheels on the ground. Like, I mean, it was like a death. It was a death ride. I'm glad we lived. To the hotel. Oh, we lived. So, and then you guys, we get to the hotel and you guys are like, oh, we're going to go in here. You you can share a room with mom. (laughs) And I'm like, that's horseshit, but okay. So just go with the flow. Franny over here goes with my mom first night of sleeping. So Last, logs? Lasted 12 and a half minutes. <laughs> it was that or suicide. Why? Because she was on logs. Snoring all of the different versions. It was like a... Like, I mean, everything. It's like a cartoon snore. I was literally looking for ways to poke holes in my eardrums. So I walked into the other room and was like, fuck all of you guys. I'm sleeping in here or else I'm never going to sleep. Yeah, yeah. And then you, oh, you met an Italian man. Was I that did. the trip Alessandro. you met? Oh my God, Lauren. Yeah. You guys tried to find, we tried to 
well, I was, yeah, we were there and we found these, actually these wonderful four Italian men, oh. Matteo to who Matteo. Matteo Agostini. He's still a friend of ours. Um, but yeah, I met this they man. They were so lovely. They were so lovely. lovely. And that mom loved that the smallest man and he loved oh. mom. Oh my God. I forgot about him. Mm-hmm. He kind of reminded me of like a, like, I don't know, like a small. Was the day that we met them the day that Andrea took a sip of what she thought was water? Well, we had to preface this. Okay. Okay, because Andrea and I went out that night before and we were taking turns vomiting in the toilet. It's disgusting. I apologize. I just said that. Um, Yeah, we were so sick. We went to like the discotheque Mm -hmm. and we were like chugging stupid shots and then we we threw up. So I, I come to the next morning... And we're like, Andrew, let's go. And she's like, I'll be behind. We get to the beach. The beach. And then. And then Andrea. So thirsty. She was was just parched as could be. Couldn't (laughs) get her hands on a glass of water. Soon enough. And she grabbed what was our mom's cup of vodka. Vodka soda. Of vodka soda. And chugged it. Chugged it. Immediately was a vomiting but she wasn't covering. She had her hands over her mouth and she had her fingers spread and she started to spray barf in the ocean. And we were like, run to the ocean, you loser. And then that is when she was throwing up. And then these little kids next to her go, ew, what's that smell? (laughs) (laughs) And then you heard someone go, it's not, is that Chinese food or something? I was like, oh my God, Andrea. She just made a she made a dent on that trip. Well, and then Nicole and I found the Cabana Towel Boy, mm. and we um, found ourselves some of uh, God's greatest gift: Jamaican pot, Jamaican, Jamaican ditch crazy weed. Yeah, like a brick, like of a it. brick for like three dollars. Yeah. It was like ten bucks. It was like literally looked like a brick. And we um, went back to the room. We blacked out our teeth one night. Yeah, with eyeliner. We, mom was, she knew what was going on. She didn't care. She didn't care. And then there was, remember those tiny little, what was stinging? The jellyfish. We got stung by these jellyfish um, that were stinging my nipples. Ugh. They were itching me like crazy. And then we met our friend Roman. Oh my God, Roman. I think he was, he was from like the East Coast and his other friend, I forgot his name. But yeah, and then we've... And then mom ate the sweet bread and told it was, it was really good. I almost just threw up. And she and was insisting that we try the sweet bread. It's just so good. <laughs> she doesn't talk like that, but that's what I heard. Yeah. And we were like, mom, you're eating like brain. brain. I'm going to vomit. That's disgusting. Uh-huh. We ate French fries the rest of that trip. Right. And a couple some beans. Yeah, some a couple beans. beans. And rice. Yeah. God, anyway. that was such a great memory. You know. You know... Someday, Lauren. Someday. We just, we wanted to reminisce because right now while we are in this situation, it's just fun to think back on those times of when we could travel freely wherever we wanted to go. Oh my God. Do you know what? Can we, can I tell you one more story? Please. When we were in Sydney about the cockroaches. (sighs) Okay. It's a great story. I would like to preface this, you guys. Lauren's fear for cockroaches is, it's a true phobia. Is it a phobia? Yes. It's at that level? It's a phobia. Okay, yes, it is. You know, we were in Sydney and Anthony and I got the keys to the Airbnb we were staying at. And as we started to jiggle the key, a dog from the inside started barking. Uh And I'm like, that's a problem. What the fuck is a dog coming from the inside? (laughs) And Anthony's eyes got big. He's like, oh my God, I think I made a mistake. I said, what? He said, I think I accidentally booked us a private room. And not a not a, a place a, a room. No. So he did. We are we were with um, Klaus. Klaus was our host. I'm sorry, Klaus. 
Are you fucking not, kidding? Not Santa Claus. Claus. Did he look like Santa Claus? Nope, not at all. Was he, he nice like Santa Claus? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Oh, um, God. He wore shorts, no t-shirt, worked at nope. his desk all day long. No, he didn't. Oh, yeah, with his dog, Betty, I think was her name. Walk. I think it's called The Rocks. It's an old, old area of Sydney. And this thing came flying at me. And it was big. I thought it was a bird. But my Do they fly? Do they fly? They fly at your face. Okay. So I get back and I, I knew it wasn't a bird, but it was my worst fear was coming to life. And I said, Klaus, something flew towards me. I said, what was that? And he goes, well, it was a cockroach. And I was like, well, it was a cockroach. He goes, Come here, let me show you something. I'm like, what? What? And he took me to the patio, the outdoor patio where it was, it was a cockroach cemetery because what you do, sometimes they get in the house. So right, you beat I'm sorry. It. I'm sorry. What do you do? You beat it with a, a broom. You beat the virtue. You have to beat it. Does it take a couple times? Probably. And there's some raid over there you can spray. No, and no. You just sweep it out into the porch. And once a week about, he'll uh, empty the porch of the, the Roach Cemetery. All right. Well, what did you say you liked about traveling? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's actually such a good point because I feel like a lot of people would be like, Oh, give me the, you know, listen, I was able to do two nights in there. And then the last day when I walked out and people were enjoying uh, their breakfast with the beautiful birds, cause they have a great bird situation out in Australia. But while they were eating their breakfast, sitting amongst all the roaches, I was like, Anthony, I cannot do this anymore. He's like, yeah, we're out of here. So we found a really cool hotel. But what I love about traveling was that experience. Yeah. It was well, that so- story random klaus we always klaus. talk about klaus every day we talk well, i about mean klaus. literally I, I think he follows us on 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 the sister project that is awesome lauren yeah. so yeah that's that's our city i've got one day we'll talk more travel a lot of lot of randomness random random connections too like random like these interactions that you have that you would never have normally michelle do you know that someone saved our life once how he got us back. <laughs> got you back from where? Like a sex trafficking ring? What the hell? Is, where are you guys back? I got to talk to Anthony. Where has he been taking you? Jesus. So, okay, last story. I'll make it quick. Basically, we went to a concert in Italy in Rome. Oh, how was that? It was so fucking cool. It was like, but the, to put it in perspective, it would be like if you got into an Uber and drove out to Rosemont, that's how far the venue was. Yeah. So like maybe 30 minutes. But while we were getting out there, we were questioning, like, well, how the hell are we going to get back in to mm-hmm, the city? Mm-hmm. We didn't think that far ahead. So, um, yeah, the concert was Tame Impala. It was so incredible. And we were also on one side of, like, say you were on one side of 55 and we had to get across yeah. the highway. Anthony and I, Dad, cover your ears if you're listening, ran across a highway. Oh, my God. And I, I was so scared to get to the next I ran across one. It was fine. This is one of your scariest moments. Yeah, it was. I was very angry at myself and at Anthony and at the situation. And I was scared to cross the highway of the next one. I and mean, this is like the Autobahn, basically. I feel like it was so fast. <gasps> Michelle, if I would have waited another sec, I probably wouldn't be talking to you right oh now. Oh, my God. I got across and this car like whizzed by me. Plus, they would never have seen me coming in a million years. It was dark outside. This is so stupid. It was stupid, but we had no choice. We didn't. We needed to get to a phone. We had. We had to like. We were trying to get out of there. I don't remember when you had to go to those things yes. to call home or whatever. Yes. So we couldn't get any help. So we had to freaking cross again, and we started walking. We're like, well, I guess we just have to walk and find life. There was nobody. It was like it was like the place was sh- shutting down. Until we found a pizzeria and there was a young boy in there, young boys, young man. And we walked in and we were like broken Italian. Like, can you help us? Can you get us back? We need a yeah. cab. So we tried calling us a cab 
And he's like, I'm going to Tristevere. Yeah. Do you know of it? I've heard Rome? of it. Also, I, think made, he I, think, it. I don't know if I did, but in any case, he was looked at us and we all sized each other up. Yeah. And he was like, reluctantly, but he's like, I'll take you. And it was like a 45 minute drive. We've never met this person. Like he could have okay. literally killed us. Okay. Or we could have killed him. Yeah. But we Ooh. Didn't. Ooh. So Simone. I'm friends with on Facebook to this day. Wow. Saved us. And, and he, you guys like became friends? He took us in his VW hatchback. And I sat in back looking for weapons in case I needed one. Oh my God. And we, he took us into, into the you city. You guys like hitchhiked basically? We hitchhiked back home. Yeah. Never will do that again. All righty. And then we bought him a beer at a pub and we had a wonderful evening. That is an amazing story. I didn't realize you and Anthony were, um, you guys are like hardcore. Lone Rangers. (laughs) (laughs) We don't fuck around. We get out there. Well, that son of a gun. That's okay. Well, Lauren, that, um, I, people aren't just hopping into anybody's car these days. I would never advise or do that again. Have you ever hitchhiked before? I have not. Would you? I hitchhiked on a boat on the Mississippi. I told that story. That was a scary story. Yeah. Would you ever hitchhike in real life if you had to? You were desperate. I mean, if I had to, I was desperate. Like if maybe somebody was like, having some sort of a health issue yeah, yeah, yeah. and like it was a race against time yes. maybe, but like, where, where am I going to be at that point? Mars where nobody else is. I mean, without a phone, no one's yeah, got you're one. Right. I've got a, I've got a, would, would you rather? All right, let's okay, hear this it. This is a good one. All right. It better be. I thought of it. Would you rather Yeah. live in like, whatever, very modest home. You've got your necessities. It's nothing fancy, but you got a roof over your head Okay. And all the fixings. And be able to travel the world unlimited. Like you literally, for whatever reason, you get to travel. Or would you rather have the home of your dreams? Like everything you can imagine. No. But you would not don't be able even to need travel. To, don't even need to hear the rest of that. Well, the I, rest of it was that you would not be able to travel. No, I would rather live in a modest home that I could travel the world. Well done. Like, are you kidding? No, some people would answer the opposite. F that. Some people, I get it. F that. And I would, but I would make my, well, I mean, it's like my, I would like to make it, it just as, as long as everything is badass in the house. A little modest one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll be, it could be a tiny house. Yeah, I'll take a tiny house. I love, I would love a tiny house. It would be so much easier to clean. Actually, I'm such a clutter bug. Um, so that might not be a good idea. What about, where do you want to go? What, what is like past Italy? What is on your list? What's um, knocking on your door? Well, clo- like, Definitely, I have. I'm always, I feel like I'm always fleeing this country to go places. And there are so many places in the States that I have not seen that I want to see. I really, I've never been to the Pacific Northwest. Oh my God, Michelle, you would freak out. Yeah, I really want to go to the Pacific Northwest. Um, you, where were you? Portland? We did Portland and Bend, Oregon, and we went around the Deschutes River in in an inner tube. That's my speed. And it was. Awesome. That sounds amazing. It was. Um, I wouldn't mind doing that in an RV up the coast or something. Perfect. Um, and I, I really, really, I think Iceland yeah. is on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, it's getting super expensive now because it's like popular. Well, it's what the thing is, is that, is it getting expensive? Because it was cheap so. to get there, but it's expensive once you're there, because they've got to ship everything mm-hmm. in. That's mm-hmm. what makes it so pricey as well. Yeah. So I would say those are my two. 
specific what about you? Northwest and Iceland. And like I, uh, the, the, the national parks, they don't even have to be the national parks. There, I, there are spots that are unseen that kick ass that look completely different from what we're used to. Absolutely. For instance, in the Pacific Northwest, Anthony and I went on some random car rides and we find like little forest trails with you walk in and they are these incredible waterfalls. Yeah. And it's, it's probably, it's actually, I take it back. I believe it is a national forest preserve okay. park. You know yeah. what I mean? Not like what you're, what we're accustomed yeah. to thinking when we think of a park. Um, where would I want to go? I mean, I've, I've always said the Maldives, but that's just like a long, that's, that's in, in the future. I would love to get to Japan. Yeah. Japan looks cool. Japan looks freaking cool. And you know, what's always, I've seen photos of, and I'm like, wow, it's spectacular. Myanmar. Where is me? I, I can see the spelling of this. It's M Y. God, I'm not even quite sure. It's probably in that, it like, is it's near Asia. Yeah, it's what I'm thinking because what's so interesting about it, they have a lot of gold temples. Ooh. Uh huh. And I'm, I've never, se- I've only seen minimal temples in like Bali, but I want to see like those big ornate ones, which look really, I want to, I'm looking to go somewhere that is so unlike what I experienced just to see what the hell's going on elsewhere. What okay, if you could live anywhere yeah. else, where's your heart? Well, Italy would Same. be right, so easy. But if it was to be stateside, I I would go like right either to like California somewhere or New York. You don't have your eye on Florida? No. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> Do you know me? <laughs> have you ever been to Florida? Yeah, I, I oh. actually love Florida. Okay. Uh a very cool thing I once did. I mean, like, listen, I'm not like making fun of states. I mean, we live in Illinois. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, the I Illinois. Mean, it's a great city. Chicago is a beautiful Illinois city. Is beautiful. We're the heart of the Midwest, baby. I know, but I mean, no, I want to like bag on our state. I, I there's hear you. awesome ones. Yeah, I agree. Um, Art Basel in in Florida was what one of our favorite um, experiences out in Florida. And you know who we saw there? Who I got a glimpse of him. Who who? I'll never forget it. Liberace? No. Is he around? No. <laughs> I don't think he's alive. <laughs> Anthony Bourdain. So sexy. So sexy with Iggy Pop. Such a badass. Right? And 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 the lead singer of Queens of the Stone Age. But cool. We, it was really cool. He's the ultimate storyteller. Anthony. Mm-hmm. Bourdain. I know. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. My Anthony is very, uh, he feels him. He like, not like his spirit, but he like that, that soul that wants to wander and explore that Anthony feels his vibe. Does he? Yeah. He's an amazing, I loved, I could sit Ryan and that was our guy. I love that. It makes us sad when we see him on TV knowing that he's not around. Yeah. Tears. I get a tear. We, a lot of people miss him for sure. Um, I, uh, I want to talk about something else. I love when you want to talk about something else. I want to talk about, I mean, and it's kind of like, you know, goes along with missing people that are gone and like how precious life is. Um, Like, especially right now during, during Corona and stuff, people are little literally searching out ways to forge connections. It's a thing, making meaningful connections. Um, And I want to kind of share, I want to know, well, I want to share what we're doing right now. Sure. Um, 
just as nice, just as ways, like, for example, like people that have older parents, it's basically everybody's parents, yeah. you know, our, our dad, um, we don't get to see him a lot, you know, and when people are immunocompromised, it makes it even more, you know, difficult, especially with the kids going back to school. And now, now the kids are exposed. So they're like super spreaders. Yeah. So you got to be really careful. And, you know, we want to find ways to connect. And I'm not great about like making phone calls and stuff like that. And like FaceTiming. And FaceTiming. Life is like moving a mile a minute. So anyway, what we're doing is, this is a way for our dad, because let's be honest, he doesn't want to talk to me. He just wants to talk to the kids. (laughs) I mean, literally, I'm like, dad, my dad called, but he doesn't, he just wants to talk to you. (laughs) That's sweet though. It's hilarious. It's how all grandparents are. Yeah. Um, But we are going to, and I kind of stole this from one of our sisters, we're devised devising like a grandpa curriculum. I love that. Yeah. And grandpa once curriculum? Yep, we're going to set up Zooms, like half hour Zooms each week. Um, we wanted to get through like the first, you know, period of school to kind of get a handle of things. And he is going to, um, they're going to, he's going to elaborate on a topic they're learning. Okay. Are we going with a subject or anything? It could change. It's going to be fluid. It's going to be ever changing and they're going to talk and then decide, you know, based on maybe something they're learning in history, or maybe he might read a book with them, or maybe he might, or the book that they're reading so they can discuss it. Or maybe he might read something to them out of the newspaper. Are they doing this together or nope. separately? We decided that twins are always together. Oh, they so yes. ne- no, they ne- they're doing it separately. Okay, got it. They never have alone time with anyone. Oh, screw so it. So they're going to each get their own zoom time with grandpa in the tower. That's what we call them. Are they doing it with their other set of grandparents? No, but they do other special they things totally with their other set of grandparents that are outdoor acceptable. But I'm thinking that we might have to devise like some sort of crafting session sure, especially with, with Jan. Jan. She's like Betty Crocker. Dude, you guys, Jan, this is uh, Michelle's husband's mom. Mm-hmm. I get, she fixed my drapes, man. I know she's, she's, she's in like angel. three seconds. She's such a, and then I said, sent her a thank you. And she's like, Oh, don't worry. I fixed the other one that was torn. And I was of like, course she did. Of course. She's like, the, the fact most, that she even oh my looked God. at the other parts of it. I know. Oh, because she is detailed and gets that shit done. Right. Can I tell you what my husband says about Jan? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. I owe Jan a text. I need to call her. Anthony says whenever. <laughs> Every time that she she's she's a good baker. Oh, she's a he great baker. He loves her baked goods. And then he'll say, Sexy Jan has done it again. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, we, might, we might need to pause this recording. <laughs> that is so hilarious. All I right. Wonder what Jan's, I wonder what Jan's whipping up in the kitchen today. I'm like, you are being such a weirdo. Oh my God, Lauren, you Is just made funny? me laugh so hard. <laughs> Michelle, I love this idea with grandpa curriculum. Right? I think it's so freaking fabulous. Here's the deal. I know that we're all talking about like, some people are like, you know, there's nothing silver lining about COVID, but I'm going to tell you what, life can get real shitty. And if we don't pay attention to the stuff that does brighten our day, yeah. then we're going to live in a shit. A yeah. Shitty that is a silver lining. Yeah, me. we're just trying to make <clears throat> it's a try to make the oh my god, I'm totally gonna get a ticket. Oh sh- no, not from him. Okay, good. Sorry, Sorry. Michelle just spooked me again. There's oh a my god, Lauren just hit the deck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like the Sebastian Maniscalco. 
<laughs> the knock on the door. You like get the deck. You like get your like bow and arrow out. Oh. Um, no, Michelle. In order to get ticketed, you'll get those ticket peeps. The cops are just hanging out. Which okay. Is, yeah. No worries. They're just hanging out. Um, but back to Grandpa. Oh, silver linings. Yeah. You know, I was telling you the other day. Um, over COVID. My my best friend Maggie and I we started Facetime. We never we never would Facetime regularly, and now we don't text. We text, but we don't call. We Facetime, and that is something coming out of COVID, which makes me and weirdly enough, it has really strengthened our relationship. Yeah, our that's, friendship. That's really really cool. You know, because they and I think about this for them. They don't have a ton of friends that they could social distance with where they live because they are totally. newer They're in their transplants. City. Yeah. So her connection was okay. I've got to beef up my relationships with you know just with the people that I love so much, but who are farther away. Yep. There are, there are some good <clears throat> things to have come out of this situation. Oh, I mean, sometimes you got to look at it. Well, you do have to look at it that way. Like you said, we can't go trudging into through life, miserable and, you know, like just, we got to make it work. So that's what we're doing. Do you know what I've been doing lately? I haven't told you about yet. What? There's regards. a lot of things you've just told me that I've never <laughs> known before. We're gonna have to yeah, we're gonna have to recap after this. Breaths. <laughs> I started setting daily intentions, and I'm teaching that in my yoga. Did you class get that, now. those tips from the vow? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Not my marriage vow. She's talking about people. That scary documentary. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I don't. I forget where I write. Are you about writing it. them down? No, it's all in my head. When I wake up, I'm doing this thing. I forgot. I think maybe. In the wow, New you're York really times. in a good mindset these days. Well, because here's the deal: we wake up, and the first thing we do is we scroll look at our and phone. Look at our phone. So so stupid. It it takes some effort, and I'm still practicing it. But when you reach for your phone, say to turn off your alarm clock, put it down right away, and take three conscious breaths three to five before you're like flipping are you doing phone. diaphragmatic breathing i'm not i'm just breathing in and out through my nose okay name three things you're grateful for so three breaths three things you're grateful for and then set an intention for your day so i've been trying to set like, would you be willing to share your intention for today today's day yes to this morning when i woke up and like when waking up now i'm like my hair is blown out because I kind of set this up the night before. I'm like, today is going to be a positive day. I'm going to go towards the day with a positive mindset and attitude. And that's how I'm going to live my day today. And Lauren, look what happened today. We had a little bit of a snafu with stuff for the site mm -hmm. and you rallied. And I wanted to acknowledge oh, that thanks. you like we you walked through it and we got right back to it. Like you didn't yeah. let it get you down. Because like you said, though, what are we going to be, how being annoyed isn't going to do of us any favors. Waste of time. And guess what? Dad this is that. on, did he really? I never showed it in front of him. I used to cry and just go into a deep <laughs> depression in front of him. But now I know. You guys, Michelle worked for our dad for 20 years. So put the puzzle pieces together. Yeah. It's not always a yeah. pain that boss's daughter doesn't no. always have those perks. No, no. It's just something that is different. It's a different dynamic, but we did um, it great for 20 years. But yeah, I just feel like that um, it is such a, and, and Michelle, I had to tell you something. I know it sounds stupid, but that book, Finding Freedom yeah. and Meghan Markle, I know not everyone loves her. And I don't know if I like would say like, oh, I love her. She's my biggest inspiration. I'm not there with her. I admire her. And her tenacity, and she doesn't. She's a hard worker, mm. and I'm very um, intrigued into that. by that. I just like her. She they talk about like her going to kitchens, like soup kitchens, yeah. And they expected her to just do meet and greets, and they're like, she's walking in the back of the kitchen putting gloves on, and she's like, she's getting knife? down and dirty. Yeah, and I'm I, I I like that about her. Yeah, that's that's our kind of girl. That's our kind of girl. I mean, I'm I'm not saying I like her as much as you because you do, but I I appreciate that. Yeah, I like that. that characteristic. Do you think that you and I can continue to have meaningful connections? 
<laughs> no, I'm going to quit the podcast after this one. This is it. Well, I just, I just want to make sure that we continue to forge for, forward. Um, I look forward to our next <laughs> meaningful connection. I cannot wait. Oh, literally, I've never loved working with someone so much. So good. I hope that everyone's enjoying your conversation. Same. As I much mean, as us? Yeah. That's what, you know, that's the hope. We, we're putting ourselves out there. We're having fun. Yeah. And just taking where the wind blows us. Yeah. So... Thanks for like joining me, Lauren. And I guess I joined you. <laughs> no I need to thank start. me. I don't need to thank me. I don't. Um, I think this is going to be the where we're going to end our conversation and say and say ta ta for now. Yeah, and set those intentions, you guys. It's a good idea. Real quick, Michelle, what's your intention for the day? I'm just going to make patience. Patience. We're, we've got a busy, busy next several hours here trying to get a lot done. We're leaving out of town for the weekend mm-hmm. and I'm just going to um patience and it'll get everything will get done when it gets done there you go well okay. done all right you guys thank you you're welcome isn't that great now that you put it out in the universe that's you will remind what will your... happen yeah and then you remind yourself throughout the day when you're getting testy be like listen patience love it all right on that note you guys um love you ttl wait talk to you ttyl tt well bye i'm just gonna say bye Bye. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at The Sister Project and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy.